What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Dropping Gemstones, and I'm your host, Janice, aka Gemstone, coming to you straight from my bedroom. I just wanted to talk to y'all real quick, because I know the last podcast episode I did was about, like, a a prophetic dream I kind of had about someone I went to school with um, dying, and they ended up dying. It was, like, years later, but it that's really nothing new to me uh, because this is something that I've experienced all my life hell <laughs> I can't even remember a time where I didn't experience it um, and I wanted to pretty much tonight share with y'all some more stories um, about that and it's as recent as last year and this is when I was uh, working in I was working in security in these really, really ratchet apartments in Dallas. And y'all, like, (laughs) I mean, I know there's probably places that could be worse, but that's definitely on the top of the list. Because them, 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 them niggas out there was just ignorant, okay? They were ignorant, not ignorant, ignorant. So... (laughs) I did a YouTube video on it, but I know some of you may not, um, y'all may not watch my video or even know that I have a channel. If you, uh, don't know, well, now you do. It's called The Gemstone Effect. Definitely, uh, check me out there. And pretty much that's where I talked about, um, y'all, like, I had really weird experiences when I was out there. Like, that whole property just reeked of like a demonic playground and I talk about the name of these apartments I'm gonna say the name cause I don't give a damn but two it's like people need to really be leery and weary of where they go because it's certain places you know that I mean let's just be real like you're so, I do believe in uh, that demons are real just like I believe in angels are real and there are certain areas that's like a cesspool for uh, demonic energy. And that, I highly believe that that was one of those places because I have never seen a group of more ignorant-ass people, um, so much generational curses, so much uh, dysfunction, and just, it. I mean, damn. You know, I I can't even say that that that's about it. It was really just that bad. Um... Now, of course, everybody there wasn't bad, but I can honestly say majority of the people there were pretty fucked up. And um, that's really sad to say. But, and of course, you know, it had to be mostly black people and, you know, Latino people. So, no surprise with that, right? Anyway, so, straight up, y'all, like, my first night out there, I am not lying to you. There were, like, 200 well, I don't know if there's 200. There's probably, like, over 100 people there uh, just outside. I Actually, I think it was more than 100. Uh, it had to be, like, 150 people out there. And it was only me and, like, my partner. Like, what the hell? What is that? Like, uh, y'all need the damn police out there. But so just from night one, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, this the hood, hood, okay. <laughs> but... The energy was so weird, y'all. Like, my very first night there, they weren't used to seeing females out there. So, when they saw me, I remember there was this one guy. 
Matter of fact, no. Okay. There were two guys that really stood out to me. And one of them was a drug dealer. And I know a damn drug dealer when I see one. I don't care what you're wearing. I don't care if you're in a suit. I can tell you a damn drug dealer, okay? I know your fucking spirit. <laughs> so, I've, I've been around enough of them. And hell, shit, I, my daddy was one. So, it's like, come on now. Like, I wasn't even raised with them, but that's just something innately that I fucking know. So... That was one thing that was really weird because I kept seeing him look at me, but he wasn't looking at me in like a weird, pervy way or even like me mugging me. But he just kept looking at me while we was riding around in the car, right? And then there was this other guy. Now, if y'all don't know who this dude is, like, uh, it's a guy named Londrell Hall. If y'all don't know, please check out his music. It is super dope. It is like conscious rap slash poetry. Um... He has a very powerful story uh, behind him, but I want y'all to look him up because his music will change your life. Um, It definitely changed mine. But there was a guy out there that looked just like him. And I swear, I kept seeing this dude. Like, the first time I saw him, he walked up to the car to talk to, um, you know, my uh, co-worker. And it was a male, so he thought I was a male until he walked up on the car. And then he was like, oh, hey, it's a lady out here. And he just started smiling and everything. But he looked just like Londrell, y'all. Like, he really did. It was really weird. Like, he looked like a hood-ass version of Londrell. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, go look him up, y'all, okay? Because y'all will see what I'm talking about. It's L-O-N-D-R-E-L-L-E. Look him up and look at his face and just picture like a real hood version of him. That's what this dude looked like. And I saw him out there like it, it was really weird because it's like I was getting I'm an empath. So I was getting so many freaking energies off of people. It was ridiculous. And um, very clear that I did not belong in that setting. But as always, I'm a person that's able to adapt even to like the worst of situations um, in an environment, so you know, I ain't had no choice but to because that was my job anyway at the time. But well, it was a part time job at that, it wasn't a full time one. But <laughs> um, I ended up, I remember just getting like a really strange energy off of him, not nothing bad, but like, y'all, I promise y'all, I was reading this boy out of it, it's almost like, okay, you out there putting on a fucking facade. And have you ever ran across those type of people, like, where you can tell, okay, look, you looked the part, but you ain't really, nah, this ain't where you supposed to be. Like, you supposed to be, you supposed to be picked up out of here. You supposed to be doing something else with your life. And I can feel that out of that boy. And it was so weird, because I remember I caught him staring right at me in a group of people while we were driving past. And it was just so, it was really strange. I have not seen that dude since that, that situation, but... Um, that very first night out there. So I have no clue what happened to him. But, so that was pretty much like my jump start into that job. Now I had, first of all, my whole entire, like what, eight or nine months there was fucking crazy as hell. There were constant shootings. There was constant fights. (laughs) Like some man got his ass whipped for touching some little girl out there and he ended up getting arrested. Yo, like it, it was ridiculous. Like, um, but there were two instances in particular that really stood out to me, and that's where my um 
I guess my spiritual gifts kind of kicked in. And the first one was, uh, now me and my coworker, we had got really close um, at that time. I mean, how could we not? We out there like, you know, eight to nine hours every night uh, sitting in the same car talking. So we had got really close and was just talking all the time. I actually started talking off the job. Um, just, you know, so nothing crazy, but just, you know, talking. And he, um, there was a night that I had a freaking dream that I was holding a dead baby and it was a dead baby girl. And I was like, okay, what the hell? Like I was just holding it and I wasn't afraid or anything, but I was just holding it and looking at it. And I woke up the next morning and I remember I told my coworker about that and he was just like, um, he was like, wait, when did you have that dream? And I told him what night. And he was just like, okay, that's the same night. Because he worked that job full time. But he was like, yeah, that's the same night they found a, a, a dead baby inside of one of these apartments. I was like, okay. Um, I Now, see, the weird thing about that is, like, me and him would always talk about, like, spiritual stuff. You know, he believed in certain things. I believed in certain things. We we pretty much believed in the spiritual world, but I don't think he had <laughs> any idea that I was able to pick up on the things that I'm able to pick up on, right? Because half the time, y'all, when I have these experiences, I have no idea where the fuck this shit is coming from until somebody confirms it later. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, when I was out there, um, yeah, that was the first incident, okay? And... Ended up finding out that yeah, there was a baby that ended up um, being found dead in an apartment. Somebody left their child, like a freaking newborn, home alone. And when they came back, the baby was dead. I don't understand what sort of ratchet-ass individual you have to be to do some shit like that. But I digress, okay? Um, so that was the first uh, situation. And I think he, through that, he was able to see, like, oh, damn, this girl ain't playing. Like, she really do be, you know, picking up on stuff. Um, Now, keep in mind, y'all, the whole time I was out there, I constantly was seeing, (laughs) like, um, shadow people out there. (laughs) And I know that's going to sound hella crazy to you who are, like, non-believers and skeptics, but I did. I kept seeing shadow people, and he was, too. He said he had been seeing it, but... um, some people didn't believe him. Other people did have the same experience. But I was definitely picking up on that. And I could just, like I said, when I first got there, I could tell that the energy was off. Like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Something ain't right here. I don't like this. You know, because you know your body will tell you. You start getting that feeling in your stomach. Get that feeling in your chest. Whatever it is. You know, it's like, uh-uh. Something ain't right here. So, y'all, now I bullshit you not. When I was there, I was burning sage on property. <laughs> And I was putting down hot foot powder to get rid of them damn uh, people that was getting on my fucking nerves out there. Because I was out there shooting and shit or being ghetto as hell. I was putting down hot foot powder and that shit got rid of their bitch ass too. They didn't know they had a little hoodoo woman out there. So, (laughs) I remember they saw me doing that shit one day. They were looking like, what the hell is she doing? Mind your business. But, um... (laughs) The second instance was, I remember there was a night where 
we were driving around and I had to stop and go use the bathroom, right? Uh, so, and we couldn't use the bathroom on property because they kept the, everything locked up. So I had to go down the street to a, um, to a freaking gas station. And when I came back, now here's one thing with me, okay? And this is something that I picked up on, um, recently that <laughs> it seems like if it's about to be like a death or something, I hear a whistle. And I know that sounds weird, but that's what I hear. And... It's like this short little tune real quick. But it's like really short. Short enough to just get your attention. And you're like, what the hell? Where did that come from? And that's what I heard when I came back. Now keep in mind, y'all, I had already pulled up, parked my car, turned that off. My co-worker is sitting in his car <laughs> with the windows up. I'm sitting in my car with the windows up. And nobody is outside in the area that I'm on. You know, so in the area that we're at, so most people, and it's surprisingly, most people were indoors that night because, you know, when you're in the hood, motherfuckers don't like to go in the house. So <laughs> that was surprising with that, but they, um, I heard that freaking, I heard that whistle, and I, I remember my head shot up because I was looking down at my phone when I heard that. I was like, the hell? What was that? Where did that come from? So I'm looking around to see where it might have come from. Um, and didn't see nothing, right? So I just got back in the car uh, with with my room, uh, not my roommate, <laughs> my coworker, and you know I asked him, "Hey, did you hear a whistle?" And he was like, "No, nah, I ain't hear nothing." And I was like, "Huh, okay." Didn't really think nothing about it. I was like, "Okay, whatever." Now, like I said, at that time I did not know what that whistle meant. I had heard it before, but it didn't connect in my mind that a death occurred around that time I heard it, right? Now, me, anybody knows me, I'm I'm very big into paranormal stuff. Um, so, I'm always, you know, playing around with, with um, those little ghost apps. Not Ouija apps, I don't fuck with that, but like, those ghost apps where you're supposed to see like a ghost or something out there. And short intervention, y'all, me and my coworker did that shit out there. And he gonna try to say, oh, well, um, well, if, if anything's out here, test your knees. Uh, sorry, I think the fuck not. <laughs> you better not fucking touch me, touch him. Don't be, uh, offering me up like that, the hell. <laughs> but <laughs> that, that was really fucking crazy. That was funny as hell. But that night... After I heard that, I just got back in the vehicle with them, and we drove around, and I remember there was this one guy out there, happened to be like a, he was a good-looking dude, too, he was a, a light-skinned dude, crazy as shit, um, <laughs> meaning, like, he had a short fuse, like, when he went off, and, um, that's gonna be a whole nother story time, y'all, but he was cool, and it was really weird, because me and him got along, well, I can't even say it's weird, because that's nothing new to me. I've always gotten along with um, these little hood niggas. I, I don't know why. Y'all, I'm not from the hood. And I never claim to be. I'm not hard at all. I just tell people I'm crazy. And that's that's it. You know, I'm not... <laughs> like, when I get mad, crazy. But outside of that, I'm, I don't ever claim to be something that I'm not. So I really have no idea why I get along with them so well. But... Um... <sighs> 
he was standing outside, and I remember we drove past him, and I was just looking at him, and I said, I don't know why, but I said, he looks dead to me. And my coworker was like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean he looks dead? I was like, he just looks dead. You don't know what that means? Like, like you ever look like somebody's alive, but they're not? Like, I don't, I don't know how to put it. It's just he looked dead. And then I told him, I said, I feel like, you know, the spirit of death is, is out here. And part of the reason why I said that is when I was doing the little, um, the, the little, um, app on my phone, like Ghost Tracker app, I saw what looked like the Grim Reaper. And it was standing by this car, like across the, the um, parking lot from me, right? And I, I saw it and I just looked at it. Cause keep in mind, y'all, I've seen I've seen the spirit of death before, and it ain't nothing to play with. It really ain't, okay? <laughs> that is not something you want to conjure up, all right? Um, but I saw it, and I looked like, why does that look like? Oh hell no! Nah. And I went and got in the car like that shit was gonna save me. Hell, if it was coming for me, I was gonna die anyway. Like, what what the car gonna do, right? <laughs> but <sighs> y'all, like. The shit was crazy. Like, that whole situation happened, right? And after, you know, we were riding around, I told him I just feel like the spirit of death is out here. Now, we ended up getting off at 4 o'clock in the morning. Tell me why at 12 noon that very next day, somebody, I got a call from my coworker telling me that somebody had been shot in the head out there. And... I just got quiet, y'all. I got just as quiet as I just did right there. I got that fucking quiet. And he was like, he was like, it wasn't him. It wasn't the guy you were looking at. And I said, oh, okay. Because I was, I got kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie, I did. Um, and I did some research on my end, right? And I ended up finding out that while it wasn't the dude that I was looking at, that night it was his friend so his friend ended up being killed and cause I did some snooping you know I'm an investigator at heart so I ended up finding um (laughs) profiles and everything right so I ended up finding that and sure enough there was a guy out there that had been um been shot and killed you know that very next day like just 8 hours later after we got off of work Right after I said that, I felt like the spirit of death was out there. So, that situation, while I did not like working at those apartments, I really didn't. Um, I do feel like I was there for a reason. uh, And maybe it was to strengthen my, my capabilities that I have, you know, or to reveal that to me anyway. That, okay, you got this, you know, you, you... This ain't no game, you know, this this is not something that stopped in childhood. I still have this. I still have this ability. The thing is with me though, I don't tend to go around a lot of people. You know, I'm a bit of a loner because sometimes when you're able to see that like death is coming, you don't really want to get close to people. Cause you're just like, I don't know this person's gonna die. <laughs> or like what? You know what I'm saying? Or 
a lot of different things, not even just the death thing, you know what I mean? You have to be, especially as an empath, you have to be very careful of who you allow into your space because a lot of people are fucked up and they're attracted to us for the wrong reason, you know? They they see your life, but it's not because they admire it. So you have to be very guarded. So that's pretty much how I am. Um, I'm learning to get out of that, but... At the same time, I always protect myself. I ain't no damn fool. So, protect myself at all costs. Because I ain't got time to be playing with these little demons out here. Okay. Show that ass a new day. <laughs> anyway. Um, that's really it for this story, y'all. Um, this is something I just wanted to share. I know I did a YouTube video about it. But I know not everybody watches my YouTube video. So, there's this uh, story time for y'all. And... If you're a person, if you're a person that has this gift, I know it don't always feel like a gift, (laughs) but it is. Um, I can't tell you why you were uh, chosen to be able to see things and know things and feel things, but it's it's definitely a gift and and it's going to help you. But I will say this, you have to stop being afraid. You have to stop being afraid. Yeah, I had to learn to stop being afraid of, like, spirits and stuff like that when I was younger. Because, y'all, I was a scary-ass child, okay? I slept in the bed with my grandma until I was damn near 14 most nights because I was always seeing shit. (laughs) It scared the hell out of me. But all that did was, you know, build up my skin thicker. So, nowadays, this stuff don't really faze me like that. So... You'll get there, especially if you're younger listening to to this. You'll definitely get there. Um, One thing I do want you to know, though, is that you you are more powerful than whatever it is that you're seeing or whatever it is that you experience. You have the ability to tell these things to go away. Um, And you have dominion over them. So you don't have to worry about coming from a weak place or... Anything like that. Be strong and stand strong, okay? Because they they can't do nothing to you. God is all over you. God gifted you with this ability for a reason. So don't be afraid of it. That's it for this episode, y'all. If you enjoyed it, please go ahead and follow and share with anyone you know, especially anyone who has spiritual gifts that are a little confused about it. Definitely send them my way. Have them follow me on IG at uh, The Gemstone Effect. And, um... Subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Gemstone Effect. I will catch y'all on the next episode.